Casino Royale, Chapter 3, Number 007. Bud West here with the Bond Brain Podcast with the review of Casino Royale by Ian Fleming, Chapter 3. Now, one of the most important parts about this particular novel is that we come into it these days with a preconception of Bond. We already know who James Bond 007 is. We know who Q and Moneypenny and M are. But at the time that this was written, no one knew who any of these people were. And as we roll into Chapter 3, all that we really know is some bits and pieces about James Bond. It's at this point that Fleming introduces the code number of 007. And the plot really begins to thicken here. It's actually the head of Section S, which is dedicated to the Soviet Union, that brings the plot to outgamble Le Chiffre to M, first going through Bill Tanner, M's chief of staff, and Money Penny to try to determine whether, well, M's really in the mood to hear a plot such as this. I think it somewhat gives a little insight into how he pictures the M character that he would go to his chief of staff and, and go to his secretary before deciding whether he's going to present this plan to him. In other words, to test out his mood being, you know, apparently this guy is moody or maybe he's kind of gruff and those moods depend on how he accepts or rejects things. Now, at this point, then it becomes who is going to get this assignment. And so that's thrown out there and he takes a guess that is going to be one of the double O's. And his his statement is, when he's asked that question, the head of S is, one of the double O's, I guess, 007, he's tough, and M thinks there might be trouble with these gunmen of Le Chiffre. He must be pretty good with the cards, or he wouldn't have sat in the casino in Monte Carlo for two months before the war, watching that Romanian team work their stuff with the invisible ink and dark glasses. He and the Duom bowled them out in the end, and 007 turned in a million francs he had won at Shemi. Good money in those days. So it starts to give us also a little more insight into the character of Bond, although we already know he's a gambler from chapter one. And it pretty much, I think he really just does this to tie to the fact that the character introduced in the beginning in chapter one and 007 are one and the same individual before going on to the next scene. Now the next scene is kind of classic film Bond and you can see where these scenes come up a lot in the movies and that is Bond in M's office receiving his instructions because that's where the story goes after that and he pretty much is feeling M out M is feeling him out as to he feels about how well the plan will probably come off and you could see in it that Bond doesn't place a whole lot of value in the game of Baccarat even though he plays it he looks at it as if there's good runs and bad runs and it's all luck so it, it doesn't really speak well of the game, which I think is kind of a little strange for the character. Why does he play a game where obviously there's not really much skill involved in it, at least in the way that it's presented here? 
He also lets on that he has worked with the Duon before. The, that and, I, and that's a French word, and I hope I'm saying it right. But Edgar, Matt, Emery, you guys can correct me on that one. He also establishes the fact that Bond and Mathis have a pre-existing relationship because it's in this scene that Bond actually requests Mathis. So it tells us a little more about 007. Although we know these days through the films, of course, that double o, the 00 status is the, quote, license to kill. At this point in the novel, though, if you come into this with a clear mind, approaching it as if you know nothing about the character of James Bond, we don't know that yet. We don't know at this point what a double O is, and that, in fact, that double O number is the license to kill. We know that Bond is a tough enough guy. We know that M expects trouble, but... It's really a very slow build-up to the character. Me, personally, I prefer that. I don't want to know everything about a character right up front in a book, and then it's just events to a character after that. So I, I kind of like the way Fleming does this. I think chapter one is pretty good. Chapter two is a little dry. Three, the character really starts to take shape, and you get a little more insight into Bond himself in that in the last paragraph, the statement is made Bond would have preferred to work alone. He doesn't want to rely on others. He, of course, knows he's going to have to deal with French intelligence and requests Mathis. He doesn't know yet who he's going to work with, the CIA, and that we, you know, who we later find out that to be a recurring character. Nonetheless, it's actually a pretty short chapter. It's only a few pages. It's really not a lot of words to it. But I think it's a good, slow buildup to the character of James Bond. And I look forward to hearing the other reviews from chapters 1, 2, and 4 on to the end. Good luck. Have fun reading this, folks. The Casino Royale Fan Commentary will return.